You are listening to the Balancing Act podcast with Danny Euro. I'm a licensed mental health counselor based out of Miami, Florida. I use the ideas and principles of acceptance and commitment therapy to help individuals who find themselves struggling in various areas of their lives. Acton Films, Star Wars, Episode 4. Hey there, this is Danny and welcome to the Balancing Act Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm glad you found us. If you are a repeat listener, welcome back. Uh, and as always, as we, we encourage you guys, please subscribe, please listen, and please continue to share the love. If you have any questions and or comments, uh, you, they could, those can be sent to our email at thebalancingactpodcast at gmail.com. You could also find us on Instagram at thebalancingactmiami. You can send us DMs and, and that way or just tag us on inspirational quotes or photos or what let, or whatnot. Um, it's always appreciated. We, we enjoy that. Uh, kind of helps us stay engaged and trying to maximize social media in a value-driven kind of way. Uh, this episode is a very, very, very different kind of episode, so we're excited about that. It's, it's definitely a work in progress, so we'll see how this goes, but I'm very excited. Uh, we've been talking about doing a film review using ACT concepts for a few months now, I think. Uh, and it's, it's just taken a bit longer than we would have uh, liked or thought. But the truth is, scheduling sometimes is tricky. But we finally were able to make it work out. So that's what we're doing today. Um, so this is not just a movie review type episode. I mean, it is. But who actually reviews a 40-year-old movie? The idea of these ACT and Films episodes is to explore themes within classic films that contain acceptance and commitment therapy concepts, um, and which are the, basically what we've been talking about since episode one. So hopefully as we talk about the film, you slowly see concepts that we've talked about in earlier episodes. So that's, that's the goal. That's the direction. That's what our committed action is leading us to. So we'll see if that works. So today will be the first episode that we take the dive into cinema. It will also be the first episode that I have a co-host. His name, Joe Flores. So a quick disclaimer, uh, Joe and I have known each other for about 25 years or so. Well, almost 30 years, so, more like 50 sometimes. It feels long sometimes, right? It, it, yeah, it too does. Long. It feels like a, a, an really eternity. Long. So it's going to take a lot of willpower, as you just saw, for us to keep this professional as possible. But, um, but we will do our best. We had a few emails asking us to show acceptance and commitment therapy uh, in the Star Wars movies. And it was a no-brainer uh, for me to ask uh, my best friend Joe to help me with the episode because he's basically an expert in Star Wars. Am I really? Yeah, well, well I love him. That was the main reason I, I asked him <laughs> to co-host this episode. Um, you know, him being the resident Star Wars expert whom I trust his opinion of. Oh, and, boy. And he also was probably answers my text, but um, he, <laughs> he is... <laughs> uh, I think another interesting angle to this is uh, he's not, as much as he is an expert at Star Wars, he's very much not an expert at acceptance and commitment therapy. So it'll be, uh, should hopefully be an interesting dynamic where I can try to reteach these concepts to him and the audience. There's can always somehow... room for learning. You got, you learn every day. Every yeah. day you learn. Right. Something What's new. Conor it's... McGregor, you, you, you win and you learn. Right? Yeah. 
Um, and just a little bit of background with Joe. Uh, Joe is the owner of JFlow Therapy, which provides um, uh, massages and rehabilitative care to active and non-active individuals alike. He does a lot of work with uh, with CrossFit athletes, right? Yes. Um, is that an accurate? Did I do, do a good job with that? You uh, definitely were accurate with that. I've been uh, working with CrossFit athletes and phys- doing their physical work and uh, making sure they're on point with their you know with their activity and um, making sure that they're also stay healthy to meet their goals and their become it when they want to go into the competitions when they want to go to regionals and games i do my best to keep them on point and uh even if you're not a crossfit athlete you know regular clients everyday living taking care of them you know taking care of their bodies through their everyday stress of you know of life work you know driving home being parents and so forth yeah. so yeah yeah, there's, there's cool parallels between what you do and I do, right? You're, you're doing, you know, you're focusing on physical flexibility. I'm working on mental flexibility. Yeah, so there's definitely. interesting parallels there. Um, definitely. Now, what would make you the expert at Star Wars? Like, what would be the evidence? You know, like, you know, in, in, any, in, in any symposium, when they present an expert to the audience, to the masses, uh, you have to kind of give them the, the job description. So what Well, would my wife you... would say the the... The room that's just dedicated to Star Wars at my house, maybe that is a way. And the billing like, statement, right? The billing yeah, statement. Just, just, just like put the stamp on that. <laughs> just you know that that whole collection. Uh, you're talking about almost like twenty something, almost thirty years of collecting stuff from Star Wars, and obviously the love for the movies. You know, whether critics hate them or love them, I'm gonna still go and watch them and enjoy them and get you know engulfed in that universe. So, yeah, pretty much. I'll be a fan no matter what. And for a visual um, aid, uh, Joe's wearing a uh, "Join the Dark Side" T-shirt, <laughs> which um, yeah, um, we might, we're probably going to refer, refer to that a little bit in a little yeah. bit later in the episode. So I'm more cool. of a Boba Fett, but yeah, the Dark Side. All right, looking forward to it. Act one, the film. Okay, so let's. Like, let's start with the basics, the film, right? So, Joe, um, pretend I've been living under a rock for 30, was it, how many, when did the movie come out? 76? 75? 77. 77. Testing so, me there already? Oh, just testing the expertise. So, imagine I've been living under a rock for 31 years. I don't know what Star Wars is. I don't know what Lucasfilm is. I don't know what Disney is, because now Disney owns them, whatever. Can you give me your best 60-second summary of Star Wars Episode Four? And, yeah, and the audience might be timing you, but don't worry. I'm not going to hold you to it. So, um, 60 seconds. Roughly 60-second wow. summary. So Star Wars New Hope is about a person trying to find himself, his his worth in the world, in that universe. So he's trying to... He's stuck in a rut. He's with... Not his parents, he's with other family members trying to find his way and trying to make his his own person, trying to find his own identity. And basically, he just runs into different characters uh, that try to lead him to what he ends up becoming. Like, Luke Skywalker becomes, you know, a, 
searches himself to be a Jedi. He's still trying to find himself in this world that he's lost and he gets involved in all these battles and different things coming up. So basically, it's a story of someone that is just trying to find himself in the world. Nothing, nothing more. Like, what is his worth in that universe? And uh, he finds out that it's something much more than what he had thought. So I do have a confession to make. Uh, I watched I watched episode four a few days ago uh, to get ready for this episode. And uh, it's actually the first time I think I've watched the movie in its entirety as an adult. But which ones did you watch? Did you watch the uh, original original or did you watch the re-edited versions? Um. <laughs> or the special edition, 1996? Um, I watched the one 19- that your description described in my description <laughs> I, I saw the one that's i guess remastered do, the one do you that... have the box there let me let me look at the box for a second oh yeah so this is the version that's the remake the remastered version now with the cgi with the beginning of the cgi all right it's the version that julio lent me oh okay <laughs> good but, great good going julio. but yeah. i was i was talking to one of my clients today about it about it how i didn't realize this is probably the first time i've seen it as an adult, like in its entirety, I've watched it like maybe 10 minutes here, five minutes here, whatever. It was the first time I saw it from start to finish, you know? So I thought that was kind of trippy. Oh but, man, I watch it all the time. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bored on a weekend. I'll pop it in. And I'll be like, all right, let's start. Another confession. Um, my intention was going to be to focus on Luke Skywalker. Uh, the episode in my head, when I visualize what this episode, the podcast episode was going to be about, was about Luke Skywalker, like his journey. Um, and then look to look at the different changes he goes through uh, and try to apply the different concepts of acceptance and commitment therapy on how he goes into his, you know, the Joseph Campbell's like hero's journey. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that he doesn't change very much at all in the movie. Right. Not until uh, the not very in this end. One. Yeah. yeah. The changes happen uh, later, but what does change really is all the circumstances around him in the film. Like, yes, he comes across two new droids, the mysterious hologram uh, that was loaded in the memory of one of the one of the androids, right? And it's kind of creepy how Luke <laughs> looks at the hologram of Leia. Spoiler oh, alert boy. for those that don't know, it's yeah, a sister, but he's sister. like, he's got those like dreamy eyes, and he's looking at her. And real quick, I'm sorry, this is like inside baseball, but didn't they kiss on the mouth in the original? Or no? Yeah, he still didn't know it was his sister at them at that time i think i could have swore they did some digital thing to make it look like a kiss on the cheek when i saw this version did they i don't know you know what i didn't actually remember but no that's it's like saying who shot first han solo but yeah um the death of his uncle and his aunt the union uh with obi-wan kenobi the call to adventure the the rescue of princess leia the destruction of the death star so it's it's, he stayed the same but so much stuff was going on around him right it's environment Huh? His environment. Yeah, it's not yeah. environment. Yeah, and so uh, there wasn't a lot to go on. There wasn't enough significant change to really use some of these ideas of act. But then what kept sticking out to me, though, was the Force, right? I said, and really the Force is a really significant character in this whole thing, too. Um, and I think that's really what we're going to start, probably have this episode about, is talking about the Force and how it's got some interesting parallel concepts with act and vice versa. So I guess before we go into the Force, um, Jedi, could you explain what a Jedi is? 
Jedi is in that universe, what you would consider here in our universe, our world, a samurai, a warrior, a warrior of honor, a protector of the peace, a warrior with great morals, and a, a very spiritual, spiritual soldier, pretty much. It was like Jedi's can be like a monk. Considered monks, samurais as warriors, they have a combination of both. I I feel my opinion is I think they have a combination of both. So with that being said, they have this energy source which they call the Force, and they use the Force not to, not as a power kind of thing. Well, it is a power, but they don't use that power to benefit themselves. They use the power to help others, anybody around them, and again, to protect anything that that is around their, pretty much their area, their realm. And uh, the funny thing is with Jedis, it's not, you know, you have monks that cannot speak because they have a oath that they cannot speak. They have a set. What is it called? The the what the, the silence. The vow of silence. The, the vow of silence. Yeah, okay. the vow of silence. Well, the Jedi's they have rules. Also, they have very. They, they have Ethos. to follow. Yes. So you have them that they cannot love. They because there's certain things that can kind of you know deter them from where they're at. You know from what they are essence wise and, and how would you define the force force can be defined in different ways i mean it's energy to me as a therapist i'm going a little bit off tangent it's like i i you know we're energy as humans we we are energy you know provide a positive energy negative energy i feel the force is an energy you know it could be used for good or bad. So basically, I see the Force as that. That's what I take from the Force. It's not to be able to levitate things. You know, that's part of the movie. But the Force is more like what you do with it. You know, it's just an chi. energy source. Yeah, it's like chi. Yeah, because so, like to levitate all that stuff is like the yeah, fruit. It's more like the yeah. fruit of yeah, hitting that higher level of it. Right? Yeah, it's a bit of higher level in that universe. Two questions. Okay, so let's like let's start with the basics, the film, right? So, so what does it mean to use the force? To use the force, what is the force? Start with what is the, the force? The force is an energy. It surrounds them. It binds them. It, it pretty much is. You would think in that universe is what we would call us religion, like our, our spirit, you know, uh, energy source. That's what it is. You have the light side of the force and you have the dark, dark side of the force. The Jedi use the light, the Sith use the dark. So what, what would you say are the, the virtues or principles of the light side? Light side of the force is the Jedi's that they use their powers only to do good. Uh, not to use it for their own advantages, for their own greed. Um, but the Sith is different. For the Sith, Sith is about their greed, and... and we'll get to the dark side in a second. But like, so the light side, 
peace is, would that be or calm peace calm everything that's positive in the universe knowledge knowledge justice right definitely Pleasure. everything else except for the need for power control or control control yeah. because power control right power and control yeah so the so the virtues of or principles of the dark side would be the absolute opposite greed anger hate um the wanting of more power it's it's acting on that right because technically technically a jedi will experience these things but temptations they don't act on it temptations definitely the, the the jedi can be tempted by these things right so like a jedi a jedi could maybe experience greed but they don't act on it they don't act on it they can't even act on love they can feel it but they don't they act can on feel it. it but they can't act on it right. they're made to deter themselves from love so dark side you feel these things and then you act upon them like impulsively almost exactly right? instant gratification mm-hmm. when when these things come up versus jedi they have these virtues of calm peace knowledge justice that type of stuff kind of kind of sort of saying like jedis they have morals they have sort of an ethic they have a moral code they, they, they have, have a moral code exactly and the sith just just throw it all that away they don't care Id, like like Freud's id, yeah. like a pleasure principle. Yes. Right. Um, there's a, there's actually a quote that I uh, came across, uh, and I'll, you probably help me put it into what film it is because I don't think it's in this one, uh, where when Yoda, it's a quote when Yoda's asked if the dark side is more powerful than the light side, and uh, and he says that it, that it's quicker, it's easier, it's more seductive, but it's but no, it's not not more powerful. You remember yeah, Empire where that, Strikes Back. Is it? Anthony, so explain, he that. Means, explain what he means by that. To explain what it's not more. It's, the force is just. It's pretty much an energy source. Whichever way you see it. it's. But at the end is whatever you do with it. It's either you use it for good. Or you use it for bad. But but the idea in that quote in Empire. When he says that it's. Um, the dark side is quicker, easier, and more seductive. The dark side is easier. It's It's quicker. It's like. It's pretty much it's your easy way out, you know. It's if you want to do something, get it a quick way. Go this route. Don't don't work hard for it, you know. Whereas the light side of the force is like you work hard for things. You you work hard to have something, and the dark side is pretty much given to you, you know. Because yeah, there's some I know uh, we'll talk more about acceptance and commitment therapy in a little bit, but. This is a huge, like, this is one of the big parallels I saw when I watched it, right? Because mm-hmm. um, this idea and act about being psychologically flexible is um, we have, it's, it's super important for us to know what our value system is, like what direction we want our lives to travel in, like our North Star, like our North, yeah. right? And then so that when we are provided opportunities to make a choice, we have we make one of two choices. We either make a choice that commits to our value system, a committed action towards our values, or we instantly gratify um, because we don't want to. It's like reaching that fork in the road. What do you do? You take the easy way or the hard way. Do you work hard for it or no? Here, it's given to you. So that 
as I hear you describing the the discre- the difference between light side and dark side, I hear that a lot, right? I, I, and that's what I'm, you know, my my act brain is is hearing that where it's that the Jedi is a value driven, purpose driven, committed action towards values, uh, a lot of acceptance strategies, not acting on particular feelings, right? Exactly. Per se. While the dark side is quicker, easier, it's instant gratification. It's uh, act on these things. Um, we're not going to feel and this. And it stuff. doesn't matter what's in your way. And uh, it's very much survival. Even months, uh, even so, like with Sith and using the dark side of the Force, they'll even betray their own masters to gain more power. Mm. So that goes to show you how far they can go. And, and the Jedi will not do that. And you know, and um. And the the tolerance that we build, like, you know, when working with clients that struggle with substance abuse or with, like, you know, uh, risky behaviors or whatnot, like, you start lifting the bars, you need more and more and more of something. Yes. Because you're never satisfied. You know, Mark Madsen talks about pleasure being a false god, that we make sacrifices at the altar because we we're hoping pleasure brings happiness when it's really the opposite it's mm-hmm. happiness brings pleasure and happiness is a path that we go on versus pleasure is a moment that we give into you mm-hmm. know? so um yeah so i thought that was interesting that kept on sticking out to me so that was one thing and maybe and we'll talk more about that yeah. um, as, as it applies to act in terms of the values and committed action so when I was watching this the other day, there's one particular scene that stuck out that I wanted to 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 talk about. Like there's a few lines of dialogue that Obi Wan Kenobi says to Luke that I wanted to to hopefully replay, which I think we'll be able to through the wizard abilities of Julio over there. He's gonna uh, use the force. <laughs> use the force. Um, so this scene, real quick, it's basically Luke Skywalker. They're on the the Millennium Falcon. It's it's Obi-Wan, it's Han, Solo, and Luke Skywalker, and they're talking about the Force. Don't forget the Wookiee and the, and the Wookiee. Man. He's Come like on. playing that weird digital chess thing with the, the yeah. hologram monsters. Yeah. So uh, it's about an hour into the movie. Um, so I'm going to ask Julio, uh, we're going to play the first uh, first part, and then I'm going to kind of just pick your brain, Joe, about it. And then we'll, there's a few things he says that I just want to get your perspective on. And then we're going to revisit it at the end of the podcast because uh, I, I believe they're touching on basic act concepts. So Awesome. I suggest you try it again, Luke. This time, let go your conscious self and act on instinct. So this line stuck out to me big time because uh, for obvious reasons well i guess obvious reasons for me for those that have been listening to the podcast but this let go of your conscious self right uh how do you what what's your star warsian star warsian uh your star warsian uh your your, star wars version what's obi-wan saying with that what's he what's he uh you know obi-wan might be the first act therapist in the galaxy for all we know possibly his life coaching to Luke on this. What, what's he trying to tell him with that? Let go of your conscious self. And stop using what you would see like normally. Your conscious self. Just think of what your inside inside self. Like search your inner feelings. You know, looking deeper deep inside yourself and not what's right there superficial. That's what that's what he. I think my opinion is that he's saying with that. So uh, 
right after that in the same scene uh here's another uh di- uh more of his dialogue that i think is super interesting and relevant to what what this episode is about <laughs> with the blast shield down i can't even see how am i supposed to fight your eyes can deceive you don't trust them so in this other bit of obi-wan life coaching luke uh What's your what's your take on on this? Your eyes can deceive you. Your eyes can deceive you. Basically, is it's not everything that you see there is legitimately what it is. It's sometimes you know something different. You know, it could be something where you think is something good, and it's really not. You know what I mean? Like, what makes it? So if you perceive, so if, you might perceive something as it's like, oh man, this looks great, and whatever it is, whether it's an object or another person or you know a substance or anything you think is going to make you feel good or anything, but really it's not. Right. So, so it's, you're um, taking it for what it is just by looking at it. Yeah, and I, I think that um, that I think that's cool because it's like basically your eyes deceiving you it means your interpretations would deceive you like yeah. you're going to see something and you're going to interpret it a different different way exactly right? so the way you think about something that you see um is not really trustworthy exactly right you're like, just looking at it you're taking it for what it is so as you look at it you're not considering it or you're thinking about it in a in a deeper sense so observe it rather than yeah interpret it Exactly, which is why he blindfolds him or uses the helmet. He to just yeah. Okay. Stretch out with your feelings. So, stretch out with your feelings. Quote. What's your What's your Star Warsian? <laughs> Star Warsian. This is a new word. Star Warsian. What, what's your What's your take on that? On what's he life coaching Luke on this with this stretch out with your feelings? It means let yourself go, open up, let you let yourself feel the experience. That's pretty much what that stretch out your feelings with your feelings. Leave yourself open to experience what's happening, happening, whatever's happening. Okay. Right. There's another quote towards the end of the film that. Um, that I want to play and I'm going to kind of pick your brain real quick. It's not a long quote. It's like two words, <laughs> but, uh, but with the, techn- the miracles of technology, uh, Obi-Wan is going to say it for us. Use the force, Luke. Let go. The force is strong in this one. Trust me. So the two words I was uh, talking about or referring to was in the middle of that, right? The let go. He almost it almost sounds like he's singing in Frozen. Let it go, but let go. Um, what's life coach Obi Wan trying to uh, communicate with that? Goes back to what we were saying earlier: not to think about it, just open himself up. Trust in himself with his feelings. Um, let go of the tension and anxiety and just feel the flow. 
Was that you trying to? I yeah. <laughs> trying to plug your business, cheap, uh... DJ Flow. <laughs> Excellent. Very cool. Okay, yeah, I, I, I dig it. Act three, acting in Star Wars. So uh, this is the part where I try to talk a little bit about the act stuff that I noticed, and hope hoping by putting it in the context of acceptance and commitment therapy uh, our audience can kind of get a better grasp on on the ideas um since unless they've been living under a rock they, they've pretty ingrained for the, the past basic 40 con- years yeah, right yeah pretty ingrained with the basic concepts of the, of the movie right so a couple of things some of the things that we had talked about early on so the idea of the dark side and the light side right so in acceptance and commitment therapy the goal is much like in your in, in your career, you're trying to make uh, help individuals become more physically f- um, flexible. I'm trying to help people become more psychologically flexible. Acceptance and commitment therapy, that is the goal of ACT, is to, is to help people become psychologically flexible. Well, it, it, in that aspect, um, we do, as therapists, as massage therapists, um, not only do we deal with the physical, but believe it or not, sometimes we do deal with the mental uh, uh, you know, a lot of it go hand in hand, as you should know, with the athletes and so, you know, people that you deal with. The same goes for me. You know, sometimes I have to deal with the mental as well as the physical, uh, although you're more experienced than that. But, you know, with the mental. But, uh, yeah, we do have sometimes to deal with people that have, have actually had problems at home or with substance abuse and such things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. Uh, using like using different principles, right? Like there's like actually like different tools in this toolbox, like in this like you know imaginary toolbox. We use these six different tools to to be as flexible as possible, right? Um, so like one of them, you know, is and I'm trying not to be repetitive for those that have been following along on the podcast journey, but you know, one of the main ones is, is values, is to, to know which direction you want your life to travel in. And once you know the direction that your life is traveling in, to commit an action towards it, right? So that's the direction. And these are all my goals in between. Very much like when you're working with your athletes and they're trying to stretch out a particular sore muscle or whatever, you know, you don't just, you know, their, their goal is to become more limber or more, more flexible, but you have to slowly get them there. You can't just get them there from the get go. Yeah, so it's a committed plan, no. right? So, um, but as, as us humans, as us being beings that have a, have a choice every day, every moment, we're making a decision to either make a left turn or a right turn. Our decision is under two categories. It's a decision to, to commit an action towards our values or am I going to instantly gratify, which is not going to honor my values? Am I going to eat this salad that is going to honor my value of, of my physical health? Or am I going to order this bowl of chicken wings? I, my clients, I keep on mentioning chicken wings on here, and everyone says, man, you do love chicken wings. I no, do, I do love chicken wings. You guys know how much I, I love mean, chicken You can't say you can't love chicken wings. I love chicken wings. But, but that's the proverbial fork in the road. I can either make this choice, right, the one that is honoring value, committed action, which is not instantly gratifying it's not the quick way it's not the easy way but it is the way towards this thing that's more important to me it's more of my purpose or i can be a prisoner of the moment instantly gratify do the quick thing and the easy thing so that's one of the things that i noticed when in our conversation when we're talking about the dark side and the light side the dark side is the quicker easier like what yoda would say right Mm -hmm. one of 
acting on your feelings in a way that is what we would call experiential avoidance. It's not accepting the anger, not accepting the fear or the, or the hatred is acting on it, Let, dispersing it outwards as a, in, in a form of instant gratification in some form of attack. Yeah, it's Rather, not caring pretty much. Right, not, ca- um, not caring yeah, about not what caring matters. About exactly. Not so, caring so, what the end result's going to be, but just for that moment, right. like not you weighing, said. Not weighing consequences. Weighing it down exactly. the consequences. Exactly. And that, and that very much is instant gratification, is not weighing the consequences. Exactly. Or not fully comprehending it or, or, or considering it, because you just want the now. You just it's, want it now. Yes. Right? Uh, so that's one, one concept that was kind of glaring at me, this idea of values and instant gratification and how it applies to being value, the value path is one of flexibility and, and the one of instant gratification is inflexibility. Uh, and then going back to the series of quotes we did, right? So like the, the letting go of your consciousness, right? Well, he says let go. No, he still had his consciousness, but to <laughs> let go of your conscious self and act on your instinct, right? Um, you know, and one of the ways that we are inflexible, uh, in our lives is that we are overly attached to our thinking, right? We look at the world from our thoughts and if, if I believe in this too much, right, if this becomes my law of the land, if this becomes my, uh, you know, it becomes your reality. It becomes your reality. That's what it is. It's like saying you're setting your ways, right? You have no other form or way of changing. That's it. This is it. This is the only way. Right. And that's how it becomes when you're a Sith, and going back to the movies, is that they're set in their ways. This is it. This is the only way. Uh, even Anakin says it when you look at, it at the prequels. It's like, uh, this is the absolute it. And mm-hmm. there's no other way. Right. You know? And, so, exactly. So that's fusion. We would call it an act fused. There's a fusion to that thinking. This is, this is a rigid way that I'm going to approach this thing. And when you think rigid, someone is rigid in, in your line of work, Injury is soon to follow. Right? Exactly. So, um, so in act, the goal is to become flexible. So, you have to let go of that conscious self. So, the, so the way we look at it, and the way it's talked about, Russ Harris has a great book, Happiness Trap, that he talks about it. Is that we have a thinking self, and we have an observing self. That thinking self is that where that fusion happens, where our judgments, expectations, and thinking is. This observing self is the one that just looks. It doesn't interpret. It just looks right. Which leads us into this next quote about how your eyes can deceive you, and how and I liked how you were saying that how it's just looking at something and not you know not taking, interpreting just just looking at it, not taking it more, not thinking about it more. Yeah, to to not trust them, right? So it's your eyes can deceive you, not trust them. So like the idea of interpretation was the what 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 you know, if you're looking at something and just observing it rather than looking at it and interpreting it because then that's the thing you can't trust, right? Yeah. So the way that applies to the act concepts is the idea, again, of diffusion, right? So, um, you know, like, the, and, and these are coming in sequence. So like when Obi-Wan's saying, let go of your conscious self uh, and act on your instinct, he's basically having you, you know, he's having Luke's, you know, diffuse yeah. from his thinking self and just get into his observing self and to become mindful and present in the current in the current moment right then he tells them uh, your eyes can deceive you don't trust them because when we see something the interpretation is basically thinking and like we were saying if you look at the world from your th- from your thoughts that could be a very inflexible thing to do yes that it's more the flexibility is to look to, to look at your thoughts not from your thoughts right yes. so um so that I thought that was a uh, uh, that definitely had like act kind of written all over it, 
and then stretching out with your feelings, right? Because um, one, one of the things, probably one of the most significant things that makes us inflexible is not wanting to let reality hit, not letting reality touch our feelings, you know? Or consider changes in our lives also. Mm-hmm. I think that's being inflexible. Yeah. And, and, and how does that happen? Like, wh- why, um, why do we avoid change? Sometimes it comes down to either you had a bad experience or you've gotten hurt by someone and you just don't want to do that change. You're just not used to that. So you're stuck in your ways. Right. You don't want to feel that feeling. You don't want to feel those feelings. Which which is this idea of experientially avoiding the feeling. Like I don't want to feel that pain again. So I'm not going to do anything in the vicinity of that anymore. And then your world gets smaller. Right or or mm. or your behavior like the thing the behaviors you have access to become less so right exactly. so um, to 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 stretch out with your feelings is to be vulnerable and to allow yourself to feel things and to and, and so that triggers one of the processes of act which is acceptance right mm-hmm. so the some of the significant things that we're seeing here is diffusion detaching yourself from your thinking mi- mindfulness which is um, you know which is paying attention to 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 your body, what your body's telling you and your instincts, um, acceptance, stretching out and allowing yourself to experience your environment with your, with your feelings. Right. And then the last thing we, we had said, which is basically just kind of echoes a couple of these other things is the let go thing that, that Obi-Wan says at the, at the end of the film, Again, being open to the experience, let it go, let go of the tension and anxiety. Just let the, feel it, just go with it and feel the flow. <laughs> feel the flow. <laughs> feel the flow. That was not rehearsed. No. Uh, so uh, and yeah. So th- and and in that, I think that in many ways, you know, only you know, I think the Dorkstad is here that I would watch this movie, and and one of the things I pull away from it is that Obi Wan Kenobi might have been an act therapist. I think in Possibly. disguise. <laughs> Everybody has their interpretation of Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm for sure. I'll probably I'll get a few emails on that maybe. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty much a wrap. Uh, that's it for the first our first episode of uh, Acton Films, um, and uh, that was that was pretty good. That that that, that was interesting. That was fun. That it was, was fun. Uh, it was a lot of was fun. Interesting. It was uh, it was definitely fun for us. Hopefully, it was fun for you guys out there listening. Uh, and please send us requests uh, of films that you would like us to use and discuss to better illustrate acceptance and commitment therapy concepts that show up on the silver screen or on your streaming device or on Blu-ray or DVD or however else you're watching movies these days, right? iTunes um, or downloads. DVD. Is people still the watching DVDs? Well, they don't I use DVDs anymore. Oh. I don't think we do. Um, so you can you can send us the requests, comments, or suggestions to our to our email, which is the Balancing Act Podcast at gmail dot com, or you can uh, send it through our Instagram account, which is the Balancing Act Miami. You can uh, DM us through there. Uh, you can tag us on uh, inspira- inspirational quotes or maybe some like inspirational photos or whatever or whatnot. Um, that gets that does get checked uh, on the on the regular. So we appreciate the the connection and the community that's slowly forming around this podcast. It's greatly appreciated and it's encouraging. Uh, my hope is that um, that approaching this material in this kind of way uh, just makes it uh, number one uh, more educational, uh, more helpful, and more entertaining. Uh, Looking at ne- it in a different aspect. 
What was that? Looking at it at a different aspect, yeah. not like just real life. Yeah, it's know? a it's a flexible approach to flexibility, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, our next episode uh, will be about social media. Dum dum dum. Right after I, dum, dum, dum. <laughs> right right after I pitched our Instagram account, um, that'll be out probably in a couple weeks. Uh, so please subscribe, please share. Definitely uh, quite interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Julio. Thank you, George Lucas. Our Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Thank you, George Lucas. Uh, uh, Hello, George. <laughs> this is the Bouncing Act Podcast. I am Danny. I am thankful. Take care. Our ship cannot stand the power of this magnitude. It's, it's a, a trap! trap.